Welcome back. We're here with season four of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Tomah Taylor, and I've been conversing with the mad podcaster. And quite frankly, he's very mad. We're going to try to find out why, so we'll take some questions from one of our live Twitter followers. Yes, ma'am. Please state your name and where you're from. Hi, my name is Felicia, and I'm from Hialeah, and I just don't understand why you so mad. Like, what are you so mad about? Yo, first of all, first of all, you can't be asking me no questions. You know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, who the fuck is you? You know uh, what I mean? Me. Like, yeah, you can't be asking me no questions. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you why I'm mad. Like, like they, like these hosts out there, they in these million dollar studios, they dropping hot takes. You know what I mean? They got tea, they got all that shit. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still living with my moms. I'm making podcasts. I ain't made no money yet. This is my fourth season, yo. This is my fourth season, and I ain't made a dime yet. This dude dropped one take. He make wild shows. That cold pizza show, it was cool it was i i mean i got more john blaze than that i mean i got john blaze takes and and they're not even recognizing they're not even recognizing and fuck is that yo yo who is you to be asking me question yo who is you i got to talk i got to tell how i feel i got to talk about sports how i see it this goes out to you this goes out to you and you and you this was out to you. This was out to you. This was out to you. And you and you. Good evening, and welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and Ali Dallin. Throw my take that, take that, take that, Taylor. It is another beautiful day down here at in sunny South Florida. We're talking about like 82 something degrees. It's September 12. A couple of things have passed. Where September 11th passed over day just yesterday. You know, we have to pay our dues to that, our respects. But you know what? Let's just get into the podcast first. Right? There was Labor Day that passed not too long ago. Right? All of, all of that in the mix, right? Like, if we want to talk, you know, we have to, we're going to have to get right into it. There's a lot to talk about. We got the NFL. We got the Jets. We, gotta, we get to talk about some tennis today. We get to talk maybe a little bit of wrestling. You know you're definitely going to get the fantasy football tips. And you know you're going to get my picks from last week and my picks for the week coming up. You know what I say? Regardless of the time. And regardless of the weather. Hello? You play to win the game. So... talking woo! back at it like a sports fanatic i'm telling you i'm telling you every, every week it gets a little bit more hectic something that's a little bit crazier goes happens out there nothing, nothing more crazier like if you want to put things in, in some chronological time frame right i guess we'll start with you know we're gonna say rest in peace to mac miller passed on september 7th 
four days later, we have 9 11. And not that the two are tired. Like, just like I said, I'm just, I'm just working through the time frame here. And if you ever want, if you ever want to know what I did on September 11th, basically September 11th, I was there serving in Germany. I was actually on the phone with a friend of mine that I went to high school that, I, that we worked with, but I knew since high school, and she was in the Air Force. Stupid, 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 stupid. And. She, me and her was calling, talking with each other, and I remember watching the television, and it was weird because sometimes like you, you can't really tell, you know, how current things are that's being showed to you or what is being showed to you, or if you was watching a movie or something. So I'm looking at this, and I see they're showing clips about the towers. I'm like, yo, is this real right now? I'm like, and I'm not only one really watching this. I'm looking. I'm like, yo, and then she hears a bang, and it's. Basically, the plane that goes into the Pentagon because she's stationed right beside that sucker. And I'm basically on the phone the whole time, you know, with her. And then eventually, you know, we both get pulled away because we have our respective guard duties that we have to go pull. And that was it. And things went downhill from there. You guys know the rest of the story. And we've still been fighting ever since. <clears throat> so I do apologize I didn't know how to get that out the way But now that we got the seriousness Out in the show right Now that we've got all The seriousness Out in the show Let's Talk about what we really Want to talk about First of all First of all First things first Let us talk About My New York <laughs> Because they went out and they pulled out an incredible victory. And when I say incredible, I am talking about an incredible victory. And it's the kind of victory that if you're a Jets fan, you ultimately went through a series of emotions that listen that listen I went through a series of emotions that most Jets fans went through and it, and it was real simple 90% of Jets fans including myself what we what happened to us is on the very first play of this game our rookie quarterback steps onto the field and he throws an interception and that interception is returned for a touchdown. So his first play is a pick six, and you couldn't have asked for a more, a most, a more, a more worse start than to have that on your resume. And granted, two of the people that have done it in the past, right, where their first passing play was an interception, was Brett Favre and Jameis Winston. While you may want to be in the likes of Brett Favre, you don't want to be in the same category as Jameis Winston at all. Uh, Jameis Winston, I think, I think should be losing his starting, his starting job, but we'll talk a little bit more than that a little bit later in the show. Right now, we're talking about making you a believer. Yes, a believer. Because shortly after the rookie quarterback for the New York Jets, Sam Donald, threw an interception, 
obviously the Jets get back on the field eventually, right? Jets get on the field. First defensive play is a pass interference. Ah, so now we have that under our belt. First play for offense, pick six. First play for defense, pass interference. But then, but then, what happened next could only be described as a miracle or a gift from the from the football gods. And I'm gonna tell you, Jets fans were cynics at this point in time. Listen, Jets fans told me they changed the channel, stopped watching the game. At the bars, some of them went outside to go smoke cigarettes. I had Jets fans texting me, already texting me. Yo, this is why I can't stand USC quarterbacks. You know what I mean? I got another one texting me. Yo, see there? Can't win with him. Can't coach him. Gotta get rid of him. Got somebody else texting me. Yo, we gave up two picks for him. Like, this is the trash that we get. You understand? These are the flood of emotions flying in from Jets fans as they go in and they're like, yo, not again. Like, you can't tell me that for again we have been promised or that we thought that we were gonna have our franchise quarterback and we are gonna be let down again. It can't be that bad. It can't be that evil. You can't be that cruel. And you know what? We were lucky enough that they weren't. What happened shortly is that the Jets offense starts clicking. The Jets running game starts clicking. The Jets rookie quarterback starts clicking. And what he does, <laughs> not only does he finish this game making you forget, and I mean absolutely forget, that he ever, and I mean ever, passed for an interception in this game. But even more so, that wasn't the most impressive part of this game. Because I'm going to come back to the quarterback. I'm going to come back to the quarterback. Like, I'll give you the numbers. I'll end up giving you these numbers, right? But numbers mean nothing. Some of these numbers mean nothing. Like, like what he put up in passing yards means nothing. What he put up in touchdowns means nothing. You understand? What he put up as running... <coughs> Pardon me. What he put down in rushing yards means nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because what that man did was special. And it was something. Like, it literally, literally, literally was something special. But let's move to the other side of the ball. That defense. The defense, yeah. Let's talk about that defense a little bit. Because what that defense did was incredible. That was where <laughs> the true specialty lied. And <clears throat> this is where initially, right, if you're a Jets fan, when you heard that the Jets weren't going after Khalil Mack, right, that you thought that, man, if we can add a disruptor like Khalil Mack, 
to our team, if we can add a disruptor like Camille Mack to this team, this team would be phenomenal. This team would be, this defense would be elite. This defense would be one of the top defense that people talk about of all time. But at the same time, if you if you understand the philosophy of where the Jets are trying to go, or if the Jets saw what, what I'm about to tell you, then you're looking at yourself like, why give up two first rounds? Why give up two second round picks? You know, or first and a second round pick for Khalil Mack. When, if we have what we think that we have in our quarterback, and we have what we think that we have on defense right now, why go and mortgage off future assets? In the next two years, we can go out here and we can just draft. And I do mean you can absolutely draft guys like Khalil Mack. And I'm not going to say you're going to draft another Khalil Mack. But you can start drafting pass rushers. You can lead, You can keep your assets and use your assets how you like to go after these guys. And have more chances of, of landing somebody. Like, because who knows where Khalil Mack is at his point of career. I mean, we all saw where Khalil Mack is at. But who knows truly, 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 truly where Khalil Mack is at. I mean, we saw a glimpse of it. Like, we got we a little... A little... A little that little glimmer of what he can be in Chicago, and, and it's and it's a good glimmer. Let, let, let's not down, let me not downplay it too much. Like it's a really good glimmer. <clears throat> but when your defense gets you five, yes, people. I I I don't think you quite understand what I'm saying here. When. Your defense gets you five, 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 five interceptions in a game. Then your defense is something special. When they get to that quarterback and they let, and they make him have to get up hobbling, that is something special. When your defense returns an interception for a touchdown, that is something special. Yes, folks, there was five interceptions for the New York Jets defense to go along with one of those being a pick six. But also, not only did the Jets score on defense, they also scored off of a punt return. So they scored on special teams. Not only did they score on <clears throat> uh, did they score on special teams, not only did they score on defense, but they also passed for two touchdowns. Yeah, buddy. Sam Donald got two of them in there. Not only did they pass for two touchdowns, but they also had a running back, at least one running back, that put it in for two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, for you, I wait, 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 wait. Did you just say two passing touchdowns? Two rushing touchdowns? A defensive touchdown? And a special team touchdown? Did you just say that the New York Jets put up six touchdowns in a game? Yes. And I'm saying that all happened before the fourth quarter. But we'll talk about that and a little bit more when we come back from, from our first word 
from one of can our lovely sponsors. Can you think they can. I think they can. You ready to start drinking? You ready to start dancing? You ready to start your weekend off like a boss? Then say no more. Give yourself the world treatment by partying with DJ Septic. Wednesday. 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 Bar Louie in Boynton, west of 95 off Gateway in Congress. Thursday. Lucky's in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Friday. So nice we had to go there twice. Capone's in downtown Fort Lauderdale. And that's not it from your Miami Heat DJ. Whether it's birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, corporate parties, or professional sporting events, DJ Scepter puts a royal touch on everything. And for reservations, just go to bookings at djscepter.com. That is B-O-O-K-I-N-G-S at djscepter.com. You ready to start drinking? You ready to start dancing? You ready to start your weekend off like a boss? Then say no more. Give yourself the world treatment by partying with DJ Septic. Wednesday. 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 Bar Louie in Boynton, west of 95 off Gateway in Congress. Thursday. Lucky's in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Friday. So nice we had to go there twice. Capone's in downtown Fort Lauderdale. And that's not it from your Miami Heat DJ. Whether it's birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, corporate parties, or professional sporting events, DJ Scepter puts a royal touch on everything. And for reservations, just go to bookings at djscepter.com. That is B-O-O-K-I-N-G-S at djscepter.com. And we are back to the Boys Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Dallin Thomas Taylor. If you're still listening, if you're still listening right here at the only place that you need to catch the podcast at, and that is mytsports.net. That's mytsports.net. Live every Wednesday here at 8.07 p.m. Because you guys know I'm not punctual enough to start at 8 o'clock. And I went into too many technical difficulties just saying, you guys have know how that works. <clears throat> but you can always catch it right here, and you can listen live from 8.07 p.m. right here on the station. On the webpage. So back into these <laughs> back 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 into football, right? I told you the Jets were the, back into sports. The Jets was phenomenal. The, J- the Jets were phenomenal. And not everybody looked phenomenal. This past week in sports. And we're not just talking about football here. Ooh. As you know, like how I like to have some kind of entertainment on in the background sometimes. You know what? Because I don't have a sp- I don't have any sport that I'm watching. I actually uh, just have wrestling on. Because you know what? We do have Hell in a Cell coming up. But not only do we have Hell in a Cell coming up, you know I have my own little special event coming up too. But that's not going to be until October. <clears throat> so, we're going to take a little glimpse into take a little glimpse into that a little bit later. Maybe something about next week. Right? Only because I don't have the information in front of me. But you know what? We'll catch that, for the, we'll catch that in the second half of the programming. Well, like I said, there was a lot of there was a lot of sports that happened this weekend, right? There's a lot of sports that happened this weekend, 
and football wasn't the only sport that happened this weekend. So that means that football isn't the only sport where somebody could embarrass themselves at. Now, unfortunately, unfortunately, like, and I do say this with a very, 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 very heavy heart, right? Because listen, I, ironically, it's a, it's a much heavier heart that I that I had to open up this program with. If 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 if, if I guess that could, that could put to how heavy of my heart I have announcing this, it may even sound bad on the other end. Would you realize what I'm saying? But still, heavy heart. Is that Serena Williams? Serena Williams, a woman that I have probably watched dominate in tennis for God knows how long, and consistently be considered oh the best just women's player in tennis. When I think she's the best player in tennis, period. But that's for a different topic. I saw how long, based off how long she has been playing tennis, how long she has dominated, and how long she has kept herself relevant and in the top uh, at the top of upper echelon of the sport. You have to figure every single every single male competitor that you are talking about right now, she has been there already longer than them. Name them, name them all right that is currently right now doing something. She's been there before them. Just saying. So, when Serena Williams is on the verge of losing, right, in straight sets. Or when you lose in straight sets and you come out and as much as you you did you you, you played the bigger role at times at different moments through the whole entire scenario you didn't do it in the moments that matter and you didn't didn't represent the the scenario or the are the individuals that you're trying to represent properly in that time. And so, for those that don't don't know or understand what I'm talking about as of yet, Serena Williams is in the U.S. Open, and she's going up against Japanese star, a Japanese star at this point in time, but Japanese player Naomi Osaka, who has grown up watching Serena Williams like most of us have and idolizing her. And and if you've loved tennis or if you've loved her. Then, then, oh my God! Like it's Serena freaking Williams, right? So, Naomi Osaka is on the verge of. Well, she's she's actually whooping Serena's butt. Let's just call it what it is. She is flat out whooping Serena Williams' butt. She wins the first set convincingly. Six to two. She's on the verge to win the, the the second set, six to four. Yes, Serena Williams is coming back, but Serena Williams at this point in time, she's a little bit off of her game. Whether it be for, because of early on, the judge um the judge umpire accused her coach of trying to coach her, and she and she came out emphatically saying, "Listen, I would rather lose than cheat." That wasn't about her. That was about her coach. And if our coach is in the stand, she's responsible for her coach. And her coach admitted that he was coaching her. Because when asked about it, his only ooh, his only excuse was that everybody is doing it. So he definitely was coaching her. So while Serena Williams would rather lose than cheat, her coach is not above cheating to help her win. Secondly, she gets another penalty. She got so she got a penalty during that time. 
She gets another penalty for breaking her racket. So at this point in time, you could tell Serena Williams is frustrated or, or there's something off in her game. And then she she starts to slander. I don't care what she said. She starts to slander the judge umpire, the chair judge. This caused her, and all she called him was was a, was was a cheat or a thief. And all and so she he ends up penalizing her again, costing her another match, or another or or, or her third infraction of the game. That one, that one costs her not just a point, but the match, and then the game is over. Now, where she stepped up big was that after she made her little scene, obviously, there's this little scene that's going on, and the crowd is booing Naomi Osaka for beating Serena Williams that she beat, that she was already beating. Like, you know, okay, let's 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 put it this way, right? When I say straight sets, that means that this is basically a best a, a two out of three kind of thing, right? Best two out of three. Naomi Osaka won the first two straight, first six two, then first six to four. Now, if you're questioning if Serena Williams may have come back or if there may have been more that she could have given, let's just let you know how things were going. It was. Naomi was serving up six aces to one. Six aces to one. What does that mean? It means that on your first serve, like how many times did you did you score on your first serve? Right? How many times? So basically, she scored six times on her first serve. How many times did Serena Williams do it? Once. How many times did Serena Williams, or how many times did Naomi Osaka? Make a double penalty that would cost them a point. Yeah, you you fuck up twice, right? On it on your serve, you forfeit a point. Well, Serena Williams had six double faults. So so not only was Naomi Osaka scoring more on her first serve, when Serena Williams was serving, she was fucking up to the point where she she awarded Naomi Osaka. Six points. Now, how many break points did they score? Break points meaning how many times were you in a position to win, but you didn't. And the other person came away and ended up winning a match that you technically were up on. Yeah, see these all of these things matches. Naomi Osaka was had had her serve better. Naomi Osaka wasn't making mistakes. Naomi Osaka, when she was up, she only lost a set once. Serena Williams went up, lost sets four different times. So you add that with her double fault. You add that with with, with being broken, basically four break points of what they call it. All of that led to her demise and her frustration, obviously. And also, if 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 you if you want to really know the numbers on her first serve, on her first serve, the amount of times that Naomi Osaka scored on her first serve was seventy six percent of the times. Serena Williams, while still pretty high, only sixty three. That and that's trust me, that's considerably enough to get yourself swept, not swept, but lows in straight sets, especially when your serve isn't there itself because you're you're giving up six double faults, and obviously you can see it too because you've only scored you you only had one ace in the game. 
Serena Williams was losing this was losing this match, and she was losing this match wholeheartedly. Like, don't don't do not get it twisted. Don't let the don't let the story, don't let the story confuse you. Don't let anything else distract you. She was losing, and she threw a temper tantrum when she was losing. And maybe there was something that got in her head early from the Judge Empire, but it was justified from the Judge Empire. And then to follow and compound that with the fact that she goes in there and says that, hey, that this guy was being sexist, that's where things really snowballed out of hand. You understand, like those snowballs that you that you were throwing out caused an avalanche. And what that avalanche is, is that listen, you are really too emotional right now to 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 to, to make proper conscious thoughts. And, and as you can see, you're so emotional, something is so off that you could even win a game. You could even win a match. You know, um, uh, in in this in this in this contest. Because the the judge, the line judge, that that she is accusing of being sexist, technically, literally, what she's accusing of being sexist. Because she said that he wouldn't be doing this to a man. He has done this to men in the past. He is one of those judges that doesn't take your bullshit. He doesn't take, she doesn't take shit from He doesn't take shit from Federer. He doesn't take shit from Nadal. He doesn't take shit from Djokovic. He, like, if you talk shit to him, he will penalize your ass. And other top-notched competitors and top-notched tennis players, top-notched performers, top-notched athletes have also had to file complaints with him because they thought that he was a little too trigger-happy. Now, listen, how trigger-happy do you have to be if you feel like, yo, you know what, I shouldn't be berated for calling what I see? We're going to go take a quick break. When we come back on the Mighty Sports Podcast, we're going to get into the rest of the games for week one. We're going to break. We're going to give you our predictions for week two. And yes, don't worry. We will make sure that you get the tips that you deserve in your fantasy football tips. Don't worry. We got that all and more coming back in the second half of the podcast. Find millions of textbooks and solutions on the go. Marvel at how seamlessly it fits into your daily student activities. Walking through the quad, shopping for groceries, exercising, doing your laundry, dominating at the county fair, mashing down a black diamond, going for a sunset horseback ride, devouring Danielle Steele's latest page turner, feeding the bears. Catching flying babies, letting loose with the gang, intergalactic lightsaber battle, saving an adorable puppy from a burning building, or simply in the classroom. Find textbooks, read e-textbooks, and get guided solutions, all in one place. Chegg, improving the college experience, however you decide to live it. You ready to start drinking? You ready to start dancing? You ready to start your weekend off like a boss? Then say no more. Give yourself the world treatment by partying with DJ Septa. Wednesday. 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 Bar Louie in Boynton, west of 95 off Gateway in Congress. Thursday. Lucky's in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Friday. So nice we had to go there twice. Capone's in downtown Fort Lauderdale. And that's not it from your Miami Heat DJ. Whether it's birthdays, 
weddings, bar mitzvahs, corporate parties, or professional sporting events, DJ Scepter puts a royal touch on everything. And for reservations, just go to bookings at djscepter.com. That is B-O-O-K-I-N-G-S at djscepter.com. And we are back with the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one and only Donald Omar Taylor. And if you are still listening, that means you are still listening at MightySports.net. That is M-Y-T-Sports.net, where every voice is... Go ahead, say it with me. Mighty! There we go. So... As when we when we first when we left off, we talked about Serena Williams, right? And we and we said what we had to say about Serena Williams. We're not gonna go be the dead horse because listen, we still look up to the lady. We we still love her. You know you know how we are here, right? We're gonna give you. We're gonna give everybody their necessary chances. We, we're gonna we're gonna give everybody. You know we will forgive everybody in due time, depending on the egregiousness of their actions, right? But for if when you when you fuck up, like we we call you out on this show. Like, like you, you guys know it. We call you out on this show, even when you're, even when you're in the middle of, of, of promoting a, a righteous cause. If you fuck up in the middle of that, we'll call you out, Kaepernick. You understand? Cause Kaepernick, a guy that has been blackballed by the NFL. Let's call it what it is. Been blackballed by the NFL, and cannot get a team to look at him while. Players like the Bills quarterback embarrasses themselves worse than Serena Williams did. <laughs> Talking about really embarrassing yourself. But when guys like that um, still exist in the NFL, and you have a guy like Callan Kaepernick again can't get a look, then it is very, 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 very incredible thing when you see him get his own Nike campaign and his own Nikes. And ha- and them launch his own Nike signature shoe, and they are telling you to just do it. Just do what? Just dream, dream how, dream crazy, big. Even if it means sacrificing everything. Yeah. Dream until you get there. Do the dream, dream. Do the dream until your dream becomes a reality. I didn't live that reality like there's no other world that matters. So Kaepernick gets his own deal, and it is incredible of the backlash, and not just backlash because. Sometimes when you hear backlash, a lot of people think just negative, you know, repercussions, you know, or negative actions. But now it's not just the negativity, like the positivity that came out of it, the unification that came out of it. And it's the, <laughs> um, so I don't want to just call it a backlash, but the but the response to it, the the feedback, the buzz that came from Colin Kaepernick's deal was was incredible. On both ends, because because he's such a polarizing figure, because you know it's a polarizing polarizing topic, you knew it was gonna get the necessary buzz that it, that it that it needed to get, 
and it got exactly what we thought it was gonna get. It was gonna have that very, 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 very small portion of the world that was gonna be super offended that they launched Callan Kaepernick, and they still want to try to find a way to, and you know, you know those people, they still find a way to to, to overlook the message or talk around the message, and they always try to make it about the the one thing that it's not because. I don't care what you're saying. You're hiding your undercover racism. <laughs> like, I, man, like, like, stop it right now. Like, 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 if you can't see the logic in it, then, then, then let's, let's call a spade a spade. Like, 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 if it's not racing, then you just don't like black athletes. You know, or you don't like athletes. You know, voicing opinions. But stop it right now. Like, if you can't see the good in the message that he was trying to bring, then stop trying to put your own narrative on why you don't like people protesting. Yeah, I'm calling you names. Like, 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 let's have a debate. If you're not what I just said, you are. And 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 you can hear how you sound. But it it, it worked. It worked. It worked in 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 Macedonia because, like they said, the few people that were gonna be ridiculously offended were gonna be the loudest bunch because that little small bunch is you is usually the loudest. Because 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 it's not it's not it's not hard for ignorance you know to to find a microphone and, and get and get loud at. Just saying, these these are how things these are how things are. Like listen, being allowed being allowed ignorant is got people into presidency. Hey, but he's still a pos. President of states. It's still funny. I don't care what you say. So it got its response, and Nike did research to realize that there was going to be a certain response that was going to be received or gotten when they mentioned Colin Kaepernick being their spokesperson. They realized there was going to be a certain response, and they still realized that even if that small number of people that are offended... Right, I don't want to just keep calling it ignorance because I know some of them happen to be friends of mine. But right now, you're being ignorant towards the topic, towards the true topic that it's that it's trying to address. You're ignorant towards it. So yeah, I'm sorry, they're ignorant. <laughs> right? To those, to those, to those few, right? They knew that it didn't matter what they did. That because whatever, because whether they listen, if they said nothing, it still would have been a positive campaign. If they said something and they said like, "Oh, we're not gonna buy anymore. We're burning and we're they, their 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 voice of negativity would have solidified more positivity. So all it would have done is grow the numbers. So every time they got negative, it grew the positive numbers. That's what their dumbasses did. And let, let me actually and let me just let you know this: your ass got played. Straight up, your dumbasses got played because they anticipated the fact that you would respond the way that you would. And if you didn't respond, the numbers will kind of be average. But by the fact that you guys came out there and you made a big old hoopla, I'm a huff and I'm a puff and I'm gonna try to blow your brick house down, you made their sales rise. Not only that, you made their stock rise. And listen, I hope you were one of the people that were able to benefit from the fact that you maybe you 
you've had Nike stock since the time that it was $16 a share, and now you're finally selling at $80 a share, and you're making all the profit from all the idiots that you feel is buying at $82 a share. It's okay. The people will buy the $82 a share because you know what's going to happen? They see it going to $160 a share. And when that happens, listen, everybody wins. So, Nike made a calculated maneuver to drop Colin Kaepernick as a spokesman and, and launch a signature shoe that, like I said, it's not, it's not like they signed Kaepernick. So let's not get it twisted. Like how, it's, like, it's like saying that um, Nike signed, or whoever, when Jeremy Lin whatever got his got his deal, that all of a sudden they, they signed him. No, no, Jeremy Lil, Jeremy, you have to understand, like a lot of players get signed contracts sometimes. And sometimes you have dormant contracts. Like, what do you think happens when a player signs a 10-year sneaker deal with the NF, with, with Nike or the, or whoever it is, Reeboks or Adidas, and they're no longer playing after six years? That's their NBA contract. They still got a sneaker contract. It just may mean that they have a dormant sneaker deal for four years that isn't really doing anything. They don't have a sneaker to push. They're not really making any dough, any real dough off of it, any, any residuals off of it, you know what I mean? Any extra money off of it. But at the end of the day, you're always there and you're still kind of under contract and you're, and you're still a representative of that of, of that company. Anytime they need to utilize you and your face to be able to draw some more attention because obviously that's, the only, you know what I mean? Probably your sneaker game ain't pushing it and guess what? They'll do that. They push you out to a function. They put you in a, you know what I mean? You, they start a camp in your name. All kinds of stuff. Like, so please. Like, you took a calculated risk and that risk worked out. It worked out into their favor. Worked out to the favor that, listen, I, I have to, I, I have to, I have to tell this story because I have a homeboy at mine. If anybody has ever been around me for more than, more than, more than, more than an hour, let's say, you'll end up quickly finding out a couple of things about me within an hour of, of, of hanging out with me. One, that I have my own sports show and I've been doing this for four years. Yo, this is my fourth season. Yo, this is my fourth season. Right, you'll you you'll find that out and that and that I have a whole entire like mighty sports network that, that and, and that I'm trying to push, but also that I'm also trying to find a way to also consistently find every single person around me that has their own personal business, that has their own personal brand, find a way to for all of us to come to get together so we could all be successful together because both as one hand washes the other, both hands wash the face. There's more into that than than, than what you guys see. Right. So anybody that has spoke to me for an hour realizes this. Also, 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 also. What they will quickly find out is that I very wholeheartedly believe in investing and I believe that everybody should be investing. I, I am a firm believer of that. And I show off my portfolio, but not to impress people, but to impress upon them what, what can happen if you take if you do simple investments. Like, like I tell people, like, as you heard the check commercial earlier, like, yes, I push check, like, but there's also a reason why for it, because I remember when check was a five, was, was a $5 a share company, and now it's sitting at $30, $35 a share. It's something that I bought, you know, at, at $5 a share, you know, you know things like, and, and I, I tell people, like, I have a portfolio for what I called, you know, that, you know, like, the, the things that I know when I first started investment, the things that you love, you buy the things you know, you buy the things you love. Like I like I liked video games. I bought into two, I take two interactive. You know I bought into Che because I was a student at the time. I bought into Fitbit. I ended up selling Fitbit because you know wearable gear came out, and, and completely squashed that whole entire thing. And only shit done digger is coming to the ring, which means that I'll probably be able to finish this podcast before. How much time is left in this podcast? Seventeen minutes is left in this podcast, and the Undertaker's music just hit. I'm saying I may be able to finish 
my podcast before Undertaker actually makes it to the ring. <laughs> that is a fact. Yeah, so anybody that's talked to me, you know, for any time along, they they know these couple of truths. So what also happened because of because of all this, like I said, I, I like to invest. All right. So what happened with me, like an investor, I speak to everybody about investment, not only to, to the people close to me, not only to my brethren and my friends and my sisters and my, and my and my family. But I also will tell the same thing to strangers and to co-workers and anybody that will listen for half a second, because, you know, the younger you start, the better off that you get, you know, things like that. Nike, they Nike dropped this campaign. And like I said, based off how the reaction was. Right, the, the negative backlash based off how that reaction was and how and how everybody kind of just saw things go. I had a homeboy in me call me and was like, Man, we are buying Nike stock tomorrow. And I'm like, hey, you know, like I, I, I kinda plan for everything I do. Like every everything else is kinda everything I, I kinda budget, you know, like I, I have a I have a thing He's like, man, he said, Tomorrow we are but Listen, you the one that got me into the in, in, into this Robinhood stock. Like, listen, Robinhood, if you don't be a spokesperson, I got you. I I I'll let you. I shot you on the, on the thing. Cause listen, I am I am a I invest, <laughs> and I have gotten so many free stocks from referring other people. To, I tell people this all the time. Go to Robinhood. They have no transaction fees. Like this is gonna be your first your, your only free plug, Robinhood. Right? Go to Robinhood. You have no transaction fees. Not only do you have no transaction fees, but if you refer somebody, not only do you get a free stock, but they get a free stock. That is basically free money. I don't care if it's a two dollar and fifty cents stock. That is two dollars and fifty cents more than you had before, and two dollars and fifty cents, as I as as I have wholeheartedly seen, can grow to twenty five, and next thing you know, you that's ten times your money. So don't sleep on it. But yeah, I had a friend of mine calling me, telling me that we're gonna invest in Nike stock. Now, granted, Nike, even though I've seen Nike before, Nike was not on my radar of companies to buy onto. But I can't, I can't poop on somebody's enthusiasm like that, especially enthusiasm that I help generate or I help, I help build. So when, so when somebody calls you and they're ready to invest in something like that, and they're calling you like, "Hey, we got to do this," and you know that it isn't a bad investment, then you can't really say no, especially when they paint you into a corner and they don't give you much options to say no. So that's also what happened. It caused the influx of, of, of movement. They knew what they were doing. They didn't embarrass themselves. I mean, the Bills embarrassed themselves. And I mean, the Bills embarrassed themselves bad. And this is why we don't understand why Kylie Kaepernick isn't at least a Bill. You understand? The Buffalo Bills played the Baltimore Ravens. The score was 3-47. to 47. Now, there's a, re there's a very intricate reason why I want you to know the score of this game. And that is because I didn't go to a commercial break. So we'll talk about this when we come back. Let me put you on the game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then, head to Multivest Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. The games cost money and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? 
Multibest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multibest has a wide variety of games in all next-gen systems in the PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One series, as well as all your favorite old-school titles and systems, starting as early as Atari Nintendo to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360s, and yes, that does include all of the PlayStation's Nintendo systems and Xboxes in between. They've been family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off of the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's directly located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gones, Florida 33169. That's conveniently just 5 minutes from Sun Life Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multi-Vest Games, where you save more so you can play more. Welcome back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, Anto Martella. If you're still listening, you're definitely still listening at mytsports.net. That's mytsports.net. Okay, so we were talking about the Buffalo Bills embarrassing themselves, right, in the first week of the game. And I, and I mean, completely embarrassing themselves. Like, if you're a Bills fan, I'm talking about, like, 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 the temperature is rising. Like, like, like your blood pressure is building. Like, yeah. It was 47 to 3. The Baltimore Ravens scored more points than the Buffalo Bills had passing yards. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Let that soak in for everything that it's worth. It wasn't a snowy day. It wasn't, I don't want to say it was a rainy day. It wasn't a, it wasn't an inclement weather day. Let's just put it that way. It wasn't an inclement weather day because we had some inclement weather. We'll talk about that later. So, so it wasn't one of those days. And they couldn't put up more than 47 yards through the ear that was the buffalo bills that's what they did that's that's the kind of night they had but you know who had an even longer night you know who had an even longer night and you know i would never talk about them you know i would never talk about this team unless i had to the Miami Dolphins, the Miami freaking Dolphins, they had a longer night. They had a seven-hour night. Seven hours? Yes, a seven-hour night. They had a game that started at one that did not end damn near eight o'clock. Because of inclement weather, because they saw a little bit of lightning up in the sky. Not a bird, not a plane, but a little bit of lightning. And they had to shut the whole thing down. And they took a break, and then they, and then they popped back up, and then they had to shut it down. And they took a break, and then they popped it back up. And then they took a break, and then they shut it down. And then they had to, and, and eventually, 8 o'clock at night. You understand? You understand? The Jets game. That 1 o'clock Jets game. I'm sorry, not the 1 o'clock Jets game. That 8 o'clock Jets game on Monday was finished before the Dolphins game ended. 
I I can't even say it anymore. Buffalo Bills don't show up to the game. The Miami Dolphins can't start their game. And last and in week one, we go ten and six. Isn't it's not bad. Like we could have done better. Like you, you like, if you guys understood understand how I picked, and you realize that somebody that like one or two of these picks are real homer picks. And you understand, I, I, you could have done better. You could have picked differently. You could have came out with a better record. You could have been somebody. You could have been a contender. Right? Philly beats Atlanta, eighteen to twelve. We was good on that. Right? Baltimore beats Buffalo, forty-seven to three. We talked about that. We was good on that. Right? Jacksonville beats the New York Giants. 20 to 15, we talked about that. We was good on that. And then the first shock of the evening. Then the first shock of the evening. Then the first shock of the evening comes about. Uh, excuse me. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints that we wholeheartedly believe could possibly win the Super Bowl. The New Orleans Saints that if we had any significant amount of money that we could bet on the Super Bowl winner, that we would put on them this year as early as right now, we would. Just to try to get the best odds possible. Yes, you hear what I'm saying. You guys hear what I'm saying. Like you might as well go ahead and take that one to your bank. If you want an early bet, then you take that, take that, take that, and you run with it. But nobody saw Tampa Bay beating New Orleans 48 to 40, especially without no Jameis Winston. What you know? What maybe you did? Maybe you did because you know what? We already know. That Kirk Cousins can do a better job with Mike Evans and 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 Deshaun Jackson. We already know that everybody else that has had Mike Evans or Deshaun Jackson has basically turned them into thousand yard receivers, except for Jameis Winston. So now this this, this is now this is now another quarterback. This is like the second quarterback now, a third quarterback now that has looked better with these with these receivers than. Jameis Winston, you understand this? This is not a third set. This is not a third quarterback that has looked better that with these receivers than Jameis Winston. Listen, Fitz, you know, I understand you guys are saying, "Well, it's Fitz Magic, and Fitz Magic comes out every once in a while." Well, I understand Fitz Magic may come out every once in a while. Jameis Winston has never. Has never. Done this with this team. You understand? Fitzpatrick literally j just just set all of the Tampa Bay records. Yeah, he did that. 417 yards through the air for four touchdowns. 147 of those yards went to Mike Evans with a touchdown. And you best believe Deshaun Jackson also put up a C note. And that's not to say that Drew Brees wasn't out there doing his gunslinger impersonation like pew 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 pew. Yeah, you heard that right. Pew pew. <laughs> but he put up 439 yards, three touchdowns. 180 of those yards going to Mike Thomas for one touchdown. So I'm, they were out, they were out there slinging, but man, Fitzpatrick, what he did with those weapons, man, I'm telling you, it's possible, Jameis. We talked about, we've been talking about Jameis Winston for for some time now, have we not? 
Have we not been talking about Jameis Winston? We talked about as early as last year. We was like, Jameis Winston needs to start doing something. This is not looking good for Jameis Winston. You have Marcus Mariota going further than you in the playoffs, going to the playoffs more than you, and he's, been, and he's played half the games that you have played so far because he can't stay healthy. You have quarterbacks that have come in now a year after you, and they both have gone farther in the playoffs than you have. You understand? One of them just won a freaking fucking, a freaking, a freaking Super Bowl. So Jamie and and now you have guys like Kirk Cousin looking better than you because he just had these weapons and he put and he was able to do better than you with them. Now you have whoever backed you up at the end of last year, they did better than Case Keenum, whoever it was, did better with these two weapons and then um then than you did with them last year. Whoever was as your backup, I don't know who it was. It it, it, it could have been freaking Sam Cassell for all I care. You know what Sam I'm talking about. That motherfucker that's always injured but always getting paid for some odd reason. Understand? Now you have Fitzmagic coming in there and doing better with these wide receivers. I'm telling you, you better be learning. You said you wanted to air this out a little bit. You said you want to get this ball. Learn from what these guys are. You have some top flight receivers, and if you get them the ball, they will ball out. But I don't know if Jameis Winston is the baller that we thought that he was. Houston beats New loses to New England. We got that one wrong, twenty to twenty-seven. Minnesota beats San Francisco, sixteen to twenty-four, which is significant about. I'm sorry, twenty-four to sixteen, which is significant about Minnesota beating San Francisco. Which we kind of thought what was going to happen is that Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, gets his first loss, and we talk about his very, 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 very first loss of his career to the Minnesota Vikings. A Minnesota Vikings that people think is right there in, um, when it comes to winning the Super Bowl. A Minnesota Vikings that we just we just basically talked massive praise about their quarterback indirectly when we talked about what he was able to do with Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, we could talk about Kirk Cousins being over there. We already talked about the Miami and Tennessee game, that game that never ended. I think the only reason why Miami won that game is because it lasted seven hours. You, you just basically bored the other team to death where he was just finally like, you know what, let's just get this over with. Right? Indiana lost to, lost to Cincinnati, and the only way the Andrew Luck kid kind of looked at it with an ah, gosh, I'm, I'm so glad to be hit when I run moment. You, you understand? And then we have Pittsburgh and Cleveland doing something that we don't expect too often, but it happens every once in a while in games. We don't really expect it with this game because the reason why we don't expect it with this game because Cincinnati, not Cincinnati, but Pittsburgh, is not the kind of team that you think is going to not take care of business when it comes to playing against Cleveland. But you have to understand, this also is a rivalry game, and it is a division game, right? So that's the very first thing that matters here. So anything can happen. You understand, I told you, what with these division games, as much as like like next week, I want the New York just to beat Miami in New York, but this is herky-jerking, and anything can happen. And like, like this, this is like Freaky Friday, when, when you know, when you play against your division rival. But Pittsburgh is also suffering from a, from a thing where, hey, you know, we don't have Le'Veon Bell. And for a lot of people that drafted Le'Veon Bell in fantasy football, you may not have him just to let you know. So take notes. This is your very first fantasy football tip. And this is just the tip of the tips. Le'Veon Bell is not coming back until week, may not come back to week 11. Now, 
if you want a little bit more of the tip of the tips, just a little bit more, I'll give you one more. Don't ever draft Delaney Walker ever again. Fuck is wrong with you? Let me get back into these goddamn games. So Pittsburgh and Cleveland play play a hard-fought game, right? And why you expect Pittsburgh to beat Cleveland, as we kind of thought was going to happen here, right? You have to figure that in a game that Cleveland gives their all, and you think that Cleveland is good, Cleveland may actually have a chance to win. Cleveland did something that, that is actually incredible. For the first time since 2004, the Cleveland Browns did not lose their season opener. You hear, me? You hear what I'm saying? The first time in eight years the Cleveland Browns sorry 14 years the Cleveland Browns have not lost their season opener for the first time in God knows how many games the Cleveland Browns have just the Cleveland Browns did not lose but also the Cleveland Browns have not managed to win either the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers tied 21 to 21. Nobody had any place to go. Next up, we had Kansas City and the LA Chargers, right? We had that young stud, Patrick Mahomes, that basically made an up made um, the Washington quarterback, who used to be the Kansas City quarterback, who used to be the San Francisco quarterback, made him expendable again, Alex Smith. Alex Smith, who happened to be one of the top quarterbacks in the league a couple years ago even in fantasy right or even in fantasy for a good portion of this year he was one of the top quarterbacks of this past year but Alex Smith well we see now you know we get to see Patrick Mahomes right now Patrick Mahomes for the Kansas City Chiefs puts up 256 yards and look at him you're like that's not bad 256 yards that's not bad that's solid that's, that's decent those things amounted for four touchdowns yep Go. 169 of those yards and two of those touchdowns went to Hill. Tyreek Hill, I believe his name. And believe it or not, that performance, that uh, that performance, was good enough to outshine a very bright performance by one Philip Rivers who put up 424 yards and three touchdowns. You understand how many fantasy points that is? You understand how many fantasy points he put up alone? I mean, I mean, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, let's not get there. <laughs> right. But Kansas City did do what they thought they were going to do. They took care of business. They beat the Kansas. They beat the LA Chargers, thirty-eight to twenty-eight. We had Seattle that lost to Denver. That's another pick that we lost. As they lost to Denver, twenty-four to twenty-seven. As they have a nice little running back that is worth getting if you do not have him. Right? They have a nice. They have a nice little running back that is worth keeping an eye on or keep having. Carolina beat Dallas sixteen to eight. As I don't even understand how they got eight. Arizona loses to Washington as we thought Arizona's gonna pull this one off. They're not quite there yet. And Washington looks like listen, we're just gonna continue doing what we're doing as they replace Kirk Cousins with Alex Smith with whomsoever. Who else was there? 
in the but now they have Alex Smith. And you have Alex Smith, and you also have Adrian Peterson. And now what's going to happen here is that, listen, you have a guy that's, that's willing to throw the ball and can throw the ball, and you also have a guy like Adrian Peterson. And also, you match him along with two other running backs. And now they, 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 they're they one of those few teams that really does have a quarterback by committee. And Adrian Peterson, Adrian Peterson is looking like he comes in there, and he, and he goes in there and adds nothing but power game to his run at this time. And for a guy that is number four or number five, I think, right now, on the all-time, on the all-time rushing list, Wait, that's not him. I'm sorry. That's Frank Gore I'm thinking about. That is number five on the all-time rushing list. And he is basically about 14 yards away from Patterson, Curtis Martin as he's about to go into New York and may be able to pass Curtis Martin in New Curtis Martin's rushing records in New York. That is something sneaky good. And then we have Green Bay versus Chicago. Mitchell Trubisky versus Aaron Rodgers. Mitchell Trubisky, the quarterback that people kind of saw out of nowhere that Chicago picked up with the number one pick a couple years back. And now he is the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears as Khalil Mack is the starter quarterback on defense for the Chicago Bears. Well, this game was a game that you basically you write home about this is one of those games that to be honest with you if if you've been a Aaron Rodgers fan then this is the kind of game that you kind of expect from Aaron Rodgers it's not, not even not even so much as expect from Aaron Rodgers this is the kind of game that, that you've come accustomed to from Aaron Rodgers this is the kind of game that you've got used to seeing from Aaron Rodgers this is just happening in a way different way than you're getting used to as Aaron Rodgers was injured in the first half of this game and his team looked horrific I mean absolutely horrific I mean so bad that his team did not score a point in the first half of the game his team was down 20 to nothing at once on one point in time and part of the reason why his team was down 20 to nothing is because Aaron Rodgers went down in the first half of the game and he had to come back. And boy, did he come back. He said nothing felt weird. We haven't heard any, any additional reports about his injury so far, unless there's something on the wire that I have missed. And he said, listen, they said I couldn't hurt him anymore, so I might as well just go ahead and just go out there and play. And he didn't come out there and play. He put on a performance that legends are made out of. Aaron Rodgers, and the Green Bay Packers end up scoring 24 points in the second half of the game alone to come back and erase a 20-point deficit. As Aaron Rodgers put up 286 yards and three touchdowns, and all of them all of those touchdowns were in the second half of the game. So, Aaron Rodgers, once again, does Aaron Rodgers-like things. Gets his team to a victory, and it makes you believe that when Tom Brady or whoever out there said, like, yo, if Aaron Rodgers had 
our had my coaching staff and had like the preparation or whatever it is for games, you know, on teams that I had, then he would pass for 700 yards every single game, and I kind of believe it. If he would pass for like 7,000 yards in a, in a season, I kind of believe it. But that'd be more than 7,000 yards, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be more like almost 10,000 freaking yards? He's talking about he could pass for it in a season. So Green Bay beat Chicago 24 to 13. 23. And obviously, the next game after that was the Monday Night Game, which we spoke about whole, 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 whole heartedly. Right, as the New York Jets beat the Detroit Lions 48 to 17. Yes, I told you all 48 of those points were scored before the third quarter because the New York Jets did not need to score another point after that. They basically went into something that I hate, and I hope they don't get it, get go get into the habit of going into what I call prevent offense. But they didn't even really try to do that. As like I said, the defense ended up having five interceptions on Matthew Stafford. As I'm glad I put him on my bench because I can't stand starting anybody against my team. Right? As the young, the young quarterback Sam Darnold put up 198 yards with two touchdowns. I told you the New York Jets passed for a touchdown. They, 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 they ran for a couple touchdowns. They had a touchdown on defense and they had a touchdown on special teams. Right? 102 of those yards. 102 of those yards were rushing. Not, not, not passing yards, they were rushing. <laughs> they had 102 rushing yards for, for, for Crowell, who also put up, like I told you, two rushing touchdowns. And also, we had Anunwa, that basically was talking to God knows how many times, I think about 12 times, put up 63 yards, had a touchdown himself. So he had 63 of those 198 yards. As this whole entire team, like I said, they, they were just clicking on all cylinders. Basically, after he got that first touchdown out of his system, out of that first interception out of his system, it was basically me getting things out of my system. <laughs> and the rest of the game looked like a cakewalk. It was a really good game to be a Jets fan. In. And then the LA Rams went into Oakland and beat them 33 to 13, making it look like John Gruden should have was better off commentating and stayed in the booth. There goes there goes the matches for like week one. As I told you, we went 10 and six, right? Next we have the mighty picks for we already over, aren't we? Next up we have week two, as week two is coming up upon us. And I know you guys always want to wonder, like, hey, what are you going to pick? Hey, who are you going to pick? Who do you choose? And you know what? I haven't picked them yet. I haven't picked them yet. I haven't picked any of them yet. So we're going to pick them here, right here, right now. And then, you know what? We'll post it up on the site for you guys to see. And you guys can copy it between tonight and tomorrow morning as you need probably need to set in your own picks for your football pools. And don't worry. I may start getting a couple other people involved in, in these picks that I do. And we'll start doing a little thing to see who does better. Natalie, prepare yourself. I hope you're listening. hope that's you. First game, right? Thursday night game. Baltimore versus Cincinnati. And based off what Baltimore has done, and based off what Cincinnati is in it now, and I know this is going to be another uh, divisional game, another rivalry game, but uh, I'm not quite believing in Cincinnati yet. That's not where I'm at. I believe Joe Flacco has found some much, 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 much needed motivation that he lacked 
And that is with the signing of one young quarterback. With him on the team, I don't think Joe Flacco is able to take off another year. Also, they have found a way to find him some receivers. Michael Crabtree, if you have Michael Crabtree, he is going to be a target. We know what, we, listen, we've seen, it's not like Joe Flacco can't pass the ball. We've seen what he have done with receivers. We've seen what he's done with old receivers that have hands. So, let's not act like, I mean, listen, that Joe Flacco can't pass this game, pass the ball, and, I, and that he's not capable of being a top-flight quarterback. Sorry, some of these words are just kind of hard to say. And it's especially hard to say that I have to give praise to Michael Crabtree. Like, as you guys, like, like you guys know, right? Like, I mean, I know not everybody knows, but you guys know all about Michael Crabtree, right? It's not that I have something against Michael Crabtree. It's just that. Michael Crabtree is just lucky that he isn't playing the Rams because, you know. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. I will go to Andy up. You'll get your Barbie chain gap. So he better not play San Francisco and he better not play the L.A. Rams. So he, better, he is really lucky he's over there in the AFC and these guys are over there in the NFC because... When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. I will go to Andy up. You'll get your Barbie chain gap. That's kind of what happens. Oh, Natalie's trying to call me, but Natalie doesn't even realize that I'm still recording. She's probably going to realize in like two seconds when I hang up on her. So the LA Rams... Or the Baltimore Ravens, I should say. I believe in what they have. And Cincinnati, I, 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 have, to, I have to get used to seeing them winning again. So until I see that, I'm probably not going to be picking Cincinnati to win, to win any games in these first four weeks unless they have a really good favorable matchup. Now, Atlanta versus Carolina, right? Coming up next. Right, that is another divisional right. That's another that's another rivalry game. And Atlanta's gonna want to bounce back and Carolina's gonna wanna continue their winning ways. And at some at some point in time, there you have to remember that sometimes there isn't that no more dynamic or bigger or, or or imposing quarterback out there than Cam Newton, to be honest with you. And Cam Newton has brought his team what like fifteen and one record. So <laughs> it's real hard to pick against either one of these guys especially Atlanta especially Carolina especially this early and I think without honestly knowing any one of them this is really what 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 people call those pick'em games and I'll, I would I would love to wholeheartedly see what the line is when it comes to this Carolina Atlanta game because I expect it to be no real closer than what should be a touchdown. Right? I'm not the only one that thinks this. That that line should not come out to be more attention. And we'll see what that line is. That line should probably be out right about now. And we'll be and we'll get a chance to take a look at a couple of things. But for right now maybe you know we'll we'll do this. 
we'll stick with what our gut tells us. And our gut tells us that something is broken in Atlanta. <laughs> and as much as Matt Ryan has the weapons that he has, there's really something broken in Atlanta. And, at, and I think Carolina comes away with that victory. All right? I'm going to pick Washington to win at home against Indiana because Andrew Luck is still trying to get used to what he's trying to get used to. Andrew Luck is still more gunslinger than he is accurate thrower. And as we all know that whoever it is at this point in time, Alex Smith or Kirk Cousins, I don't know who is who anymore. These guys are so interchangeable. <laughs> right? The, like, dude, those two specific guys are interchangeable. I I don't know who's who at times or who's where. I can't say I forget, but you guys, you guys know, you guys understand, right? I'm gonna have to go with Washington because it's, it's a little bit more accurate quarterback because they do have a three-headed monster when it comes to having a running game, and because, like I said, Andrew Luck is this really isn't quite where I. I ex where he needs to be as of yet, but he is going to get there real soon. I'm going to pick Houston over Tennessee. I don't see Houston. I'm losing two games in a row in Tennessee. It's Marcus Mariota and without Angelini Walker. All right. Now, Philly versus Tampa Bay is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm going to pick Philly, right? Even though Philly kind of struggled against Atlanta, even though Tampa Bay completely demolished... <laughs> Completely demolished New Orleans. Listen, I'm telling you. Let's see what happens against Philly. Because I it's Fitz, Pat, Fitz Magic, right, still is a thing that can fizzle. And it still goes up and down from game to game. So, when you have a guy that's kind of sporadic like that. And a guy that's always been a journeyman. And a part of the reason he's been a journeyman is because he'll have a game where he has 400 yards. And then he has a game where he has 162 yards and five interceptions. He's going up against a Philly team that has a, supposed to have a really good defense. He's going up against a Philly team that just won the Super Bowl. He's going up against a Philly team that, that, that can come out there and play like, like some like some crazed dogs. You understand? Like, like he's you playing against that kind of Philly team. So, Fitzmagic is going to have to impress me one more week for me to have to believe that like, I'm going to pick him against anybody of significance. Now, Pittsburgh versus Kansas City is very interesting to me because we're talking about dynamic duels here. We're talking about, like, just two sets of guys that that, 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 that could be possibly so dynamic. But, 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 Can we see Kansas City going on the road, two weeks in the road, and winning? Our Pittsburgh is finally at home. Right? Because there's one thing that we do know about Kansas City, right? We do know one thing about Kansas City, and they get kind of gimmicky. Like, like some, something always happens. Like, this first, you know, we're going to go with Kansas City. Because these first couple of weeks when it comes to Andy Reid, it's always, it's always kind of, it's always kind of good to, to, to pay attention to them. They always look sexy. They always look good. And then teams really get a chance to start looking at them. Or the season starts to wear on them. They, they, they start to slow down just a little bit. Just a little bit. And it's like things, things start to happen. And they have, and... They just start to kind of fizzle, and they start to look very mediocre in the second half of the season. So while it's early on, I'm going to pick Kansas City. And also, Pittsburgh is still going through a very simple thing that they cannot figure out. Who is our starting quarterback? A qu running back. And listen, I understand you saying, well, it's the guy that's playing right now. But is he? 
And not only is he, is he your starting quarter, court running back, is he Le'Veon Bell? Quality starting running back. Now he had a good week last week. Keep an eye on him. He's a good. He's a good thing to keep an eye on. I got scorched for him personally in my fantasy football league. Miami goes up against the Jets, and I don't even have to say any more. Like if like if you don't know me by now, then listen. You might as well just go in and turn off the show. I'm just saying, right? I'm just saying. If, if you don't know who I'm picking right there, but I won't say it. But I'll let you say it, and I'll let the people at home say it, and the people in the back, and the people at the stadium, and the people in the front, and the people on the side. <laughs> There we go. They're going to win. Now, Buffalo versus the Chargers. I'm going with the Chargers. Something is broken in Buffalo. Green Bay versus Minnesota. Interesting again. Interesting again. Interesting again. Something's going to have to give. Let's see if that Batman animal is going to pull up another one at home. Now, listen. Pay attention to his Pay attention to his health. Really, really, really pay attention to his health status. Because if his health is not right, then, then listen, go with Minnesota. This is going to be a very close game. I'm going to be interested to see this game. This is a game to watch. Like this is a multi-vest game to watch. Like I mean, for personal reasons, so is Miami versus Pittsburgh. And if Le'Veon Bell was still there, maybe so would be Kansas City versus versus Pittsburgh. I mean, Miami versus the Jets is what's smart for me. Maybe if Le'Veon Bell was still there, Kansas City versus Pittsburgh would be something to watch. But we don't quite know, right? A game to watch, like I said earlier, is Pittsburgh also is Tampa Bay with Philly. That's also a game to watch too because I'm kind of curious to see what Fitz Magic looks like. Now New Orleans should come back out for revenge and they should and they should just trample over New Orleans. And I'm telling you, if Cle- I mean New Orleans should, should come out of the center proof and trample over Cleveland. And I'm telling you, for a second straight week that Cleveland ends in a tie, then Cleveland may just have to move towns and and and. Just give up the fact and realize that they are not going to win a game there. And realize that they are also cursed. With that whole Baltimore thing. From back in the day. Yay, yay. Four times will beat Detroit. as the same way that the Jets beat Detroit. And the LA Rams will beat the Arizona Cardinals. I have the Jacksonville Jaguars beating the New England Patriots. I have the Denver Broncos beating the Oakland Raiders. I have the New York Giants finally picking up their first victory and beating the Dallas beating up the Dallas Cowboys. And after that, I have Seattle beating Chicago. I don't see Seattle going down 0-2. Let's see what happens. I mean, on the road in Chicago, Khalil Mack, Mitchell Trubisky, Jordan Howard. You know what? We're going to go with Seattle. I mean, not Seattle. We're gonna, ha! That just tells me that a pick is going to be wrong. I'm going to go with Chicago. We're definitely going to go with Chicago for that Monday night game. That's the very last game of week two. As we said, like the picks are gonna be up shortly on the website. You can go ahead and check it out on mytsports.net. And I said we're gonna take a little quick break, very short break, very very short break. Take a quick word from all of our sponsors, and we'll come back to you. And when we come back, we're not gonna talk very long here. 
Because what we're going to talk about is why you've waited whole extra 22 minutes for. Don't worry. It won't just be getting a tip anymore. You'll be getting all of it when we come back with the Mighty Sports Podcast. You ready to start drinking? You ready to start dancing? You ready to start your weekend off like a boss? Then say no more. Give yourself the world treatment by partying with DJ Scepter. Wednesday. Wednesday. Bar Louie in Boynton, west of 95 off Gateway in Congress. Thursday. Lucky's in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Friday. So nice we had to go there twice. Capone's in downtown Fort Lauderdale. And that's not it from your Miami Heat DJ. Whether it's birthdays, weddings, bar mitzvahs, corporate parties, or professional sporting events, DJ Scepter puts a royal touch on everything. And for reservations, just go to bookings at djscepter.com. That is B-O-O-K-I-N-G-S at djscepter.com. Find millions of textbooks and solutions on the go. Marvel at how seamlessly it fits into your daily student activities. Walking through the quad, shopping for groceries, exercising, doing your laundry, dominating at the county fair, mashing down a black diamond, going for a sunset horseback ride, devouring Danielle Steele's latest page turner, feeding the bears. Catching flying babies, letting loose with the gang, intergalactic lightsaber battle, saving an adorable puppy from a burning building, or simply in the classroom. Find textbooks, read e-textbooks, and get guided solutions, all in one place. Chegg, improving the college experience, however you decide to live it. Let me put you on a game. Being taken advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then head to Multivest Video Games and get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. Your games cost money and you shouldn't feel like you're just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games in all next-gen systems in the PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and Xbox One series, as well as all your favorite old-school titles and systems, starting as early as Atari Nintendo to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360s, and yes, that does include all of the PlayStation's Nintendo systems and Xboxes in between. They've been family-owned and operated for over 10 years, just off of the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's directly located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami Gones, Florida 33169. That's conveniently just five minutes from Sun Life Stadium, 790 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center. Multi-Vest Games, where you save more so you can play more. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I mean, if you're still here, that means you really, really, really do like me. 
And like you really like me. Like you really, really, really like me. <laughs> but in all seriousness. It is a time. It's a time that you've all been waiting for. Right? And listen, just let you guys know. Like this isn't gonna be like the last one where you you, you got it for a whole entire two hours or two and a half hours. It's not gonna be two hour two and a half hours every time. Like I, I can't maintain that you know, that kind of stamina for you guys for fantasy football tips. You know, this one's gonna be a quick like you may get this one for like two and a half minutes. Like just saying it's, it's just one of those days. So, without any further ado, what you've all been waiting for, the Mighty Fantasy Football Tips. tips. Not winning tips, just tips. 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 Just the tip? Just the tip! Just the tip! Let's just say what I want involves much more than just the tips. Just the tips. What I want is much more than just the tips. Like, it's at that time. The Mighty Fantasy Football Tips. Now, if you've been paying attention to the podcast, right, then you, you've heard me give out a couple of tips throughout the show so far, right? Fuck the Lady Walker. Number one thing. Fuck the Lady Walker. 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 I don't know how many times I can say it. Fuck the Lady Walker. And you know how you real, I, I realized fuck the Lady Walker? Even even more so than I already knew than I knew this, right? Is when I'm talk, when I'm having a conversation with one of my homegirls, right? And we're, and we're speaking sports, right? As we always do, right? Because she like, like listen, she knows her thing. Like, like listen, she, she has a, like, she, she gets down with the guests down. She has a good source, too. <laughs> Alright. Tutu. And she goes to me and she's like, like I kind of want to pick Delaney Walker. I thought about the Delaney Walker, but every time I think about Delaney Walker, I feel like like there's something always going on with Delaney Walker. And I'm like, no, like Delaney, there's always something wrong with Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker is always injured. Like there's like no, like every time you think Delaney Walker is gonna produce for you, Delaney Walker like he he poo poos all over your plans and he absolutely lets you down. Lenny Walker has always been and forever will be that dude. And no doubt, if for all you Delaney Walker, not, I can't say fans, but owners, all you Delaney Walkers, all you Delaney Walker owners, you guys know 100% right now what I'm talking about because... If you have Delaney Walker and you realize that he just injured himself and he is out, he injured his ankle and now he is out for what the first eight weeks for the rest of the season, who knows, who cares, (coughs) is Delaney Walker. And that's kind of what Delaney Walker does. So listen, when he comes back, you don't need to pick him up. If you have him, get rid of him. He was a bum to begin with. And I'll let you know for future years, when you hear the name Delaney Walker, you run the other freaking way. Delaney Walker's going to do nothing but cause you headaches. And that's the last thing that you want is a freaking headache. Second fantasy football tip I believe I gave you was that Ryan Fitzpatrick, for right now, until Jameis Winston comes back, with those weapons that he has, he's worth getting. He's worth having on your team. Like, if, if, you, if, if you're... 
If you're looking for a quarterback or you need a, you need a productive quarterback, you don't believe in your quarterback, get Delaney Walker. If you're looking for a defense and you believe in a defense, get the Jets defense. Going up against the Miami, going up against that Miami offense. Have faith that people are gonna have repeat repeat performances in certain situations. Now, actually, I'm lying. I'm lying. Ryan Fitzpatrick is not the kind of guy to have against this Philly defense. That's not where you want to test him out at. If he does good against the Philly defense for a second straight year, and then you put and then you put him in for that third game. But expect this to be his down game. The Detroit, the Denver Lions have, the Denver Broncos have a nice little running back that, that, is, that is looking to. Can't remember his name, but when you see his picture, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a light-skinned dude with a side so bob haircut. The number one target for the New York Jets is, a num- is something to get at this point in time. Anunwa. Because until... Until anybody else picks him up, he's a great receiver to have. He's the number one target. He he is he is he is he is the he is the rookie quarterback security blanket. He's a big target. He's basically tight end size playing wide receiver, which means that he's a big target for that guy. And he's gonna be talk and he's gonna be looked at in the red zone when when they're not trying to rush it in. Anunwa is a guy to pick up. Look to my listen. You have Michael Crabtree. Put in Michael Crabtree. Michael Crabtree is going is looking like he's going to get busy. Michael Crabtree has always been good at doing two things, and that's getting downfield, and that is also, and that is also getting into the end zone or being, or catching balls in the end zone, and that is two things that Joe Flacco that we know Joe Flacco from the past definitely likes to do. We know that he that every once in a while he likes to really just air that ball out and go down the field, and we know there's always somebody that. We always know that, that if he's looking for somebody in the end zone when he does get down there, that, he, that he's looking to get. Now, start also paying attention, right, to some of these high-powered offenses, right? Because if these if some of these offenses stay high-powered, pay attention to some of these kickers. This is the time that you pay attention to these kickers. Now, that is the fantasy football lingo, as fantasy football lingo should go. But for you beginners, for you true, true beginners, you probably wonder, like, okay, what the hell just happened? Well, what just happened is that you just went through your first week. And you had a bunch of players in there that produced. You had a bunch of players in there that didn't produce. And you have a bunch of players that, that, that are on your bench that you didn't get a chance to produce. And now you're trying to figure out what's next. You're always trying to figure out what's next. Wh- what should I do next? Should I put in all of these people that did better last week and, and think they're going to do better this week? It doesn't always work that way. Should I go and chase after the guy that was productive all of a sudden that's, that's on the waiver wire and get him? It doesn't always work that way. Some of you are even trying to wonder, hey, what's the waiver wire? Let's stop there. <clears throat> So the waiver wire, or as we may have talked about if you listen to the bonus podcast, is the pool of other players, right? Or, or free agent or the free agents. Right? All you have a pool of free agents. Basically, everybody else that you did not draft is considered a free agent. Meaning they're, they these are where all of your other players are at. And every single week, regardless if they're on your team or not, these players are gonna be getting points. Because obviously, if they play in a real NFL game, that means they're going to get accounted to for points. And some of you may be wondering, like, oh, I see some of these guys putting up some points. Should I get them? Should I put them on my team? Should I should I invest in them? Should I add them? And I'm telling you, eh, not everybody is worth getting. Not everybody is worth the look. Not everybody is worth you dropping key. And I do mean, and, and I shouldn't say key, but dropping players just to try to chase a dream and then 
not for nothing there are times when you should wholeheartedly and i mean wholeheartedly go out there right and get the kind of get that player that you think is gonna be good so if you're in the league and ryan Fitzpatrick is is, is available like i said Get him as a second quarterback if you're, if, you're, if you're about your second quarterback. You know what I mean? Or if you think you're going to put him in, put him in maybe in the third game. We'll keep, but he is definitely a guy to keep an eye on. Jacksonville T, um, TJ Yeldon. Now, I know that he looks good to a lot of people, but you know what? He still is a second quarterback. As he still is a running quarterback, and we know that Leonard Fournette is here to get the Moyles touches. You don't want to really rely on him. Now, unfortunately, Ted Ginn Jr., right? A guy that is... I, I like to put in that Michael Crabtree kind of category. But Ted Ginn Jr. can never really stay healthy. And, my, and Ted Ginn Jr. will let you down a whole lot more than Michael Crabtree will. When we talk about Quincy Anunwa. Yeah, Quincy Anunwa is available in your league. Like, go get him. Like, these are very viable guys to go get. Quincy Anunwa is going to be a number one target. Eric Ebron, if you need a tight end because you have Delaney Walker. Eric Ebron is finally a guy to get. Because you know what? You know what? He's gonna get targeted. <laughs> it's alright. You just had, you just had to sit on that. But Andrew Luck is gonna target him. Andrew Luck is gonna 100% target Eric Ebron. So if it looks like Eric Ebron is getting is gonna get utilized and gonna get the targets that he may want to get. Listen, and there may be a couple of defenses that you may wanna that you may wanna grab because you may think that you know what these guys are gonna ball out this year. Um, this year. Grab the Jets' defense. Go on up against Miami until the Jets' defense prove you wrong. That is definitely a top-flight defense that you want to grab and hold on to. If you don't have Adrian Peterson, grab Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson may still be a running back to have. So some of these guys are available in the waiver wire. But, as you guys remember, not only can you find me on MightySports.net, but during the podcast, right, if you're on the website, there's a little bubble down at the bottom. Click on the little bubble. You can message me directly on the show. Now, and we can have a discussion about questions that you may have directly on the show. I'll answer it on the air. Not only that. Not only that. Anytime you're visiting the podcast, look for that little bubble. Shoot me a message. If there's any questions that you have, put it there. And I'll get to it. And you know what? It may be a question that we talk about on the show. Because you know what? I can't answer everything individually. But what I can do, we can talk right here, live, every single Wednesday on MightySports.net. Because if I have to answer you guys, and we keep needing to answer a lot, lot more, then, you know what? Maybe I still interact a little bit more. Maybe I'm able to do, you know, a show more than just once a week. This is all, all, all dependent on you. You guys are the best. You guys are the best. And you know what I want to tell you? Stay tuned, don't stress, and stay blessed. You listen to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Tom Martella, and we are out of here. 
And as you heard me say before, as one hand, wash the other and both wash the face. Let's not forget the true meaning of why we always got to get up and look forward to tomorrow because we allow the optimism. Well, we allow the optimism of tomorrow to be our foundation for today. It's the Mighty Sports Podcast, and you've been listening at mytsports.net, where every voice is my tea. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down, lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where are we going for breakfast? Don't want to go far. Rough night. You know what's coming up. You know what's coming up. My team!